This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, more help for agencies in disciplining their employees. Paid parental leave may become a reality for all federal employees. And a massive review of the federal supply chain is underway. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies have even more performance management guidance now from the Office of Personnel Management. OPM is reminding agencies common performance management concepts like progressive discipline and tables of penalties are not required by law or statute. Agencies then shouldn't rely on them to manage their employees. OPM instead is encouraging managers to fully consider the details and history of an employee over choosing a punishment from a list. OPM's new guidance comes after agencies were also instructed to review and update their performance management plans. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton wants OPM to get moving on a comprehensive recruitment plan for young talent to the federal workforce. Norton introduced the Federal Employee Recruitment Act. It would require OPM to develop a specific plan within three months of the bill's potential passage. Norton also wrote to OPM Director Dale Cabanis, suggesting the agency consider paid family leave, more telework flexibilities, and more internship opportunities as a way to recruit more young people to agencies. The National Treasury Employees Union is making another push to get a federal paid family leave program into law. The House version of the annual defense authorization bill includes 12 weeks of paid family leave for federal employees, but the Senate version does not. House and Senate leadership are conferencing over the issue now. NTEU says it's optimistic Congress will approve it. The National Partnership for Women and Families estimates the government could save $50 million a year through reduced employee turnover with the Federal Employees Paid Leave Act. Four senators say Congress and the courts need help securing their IT supply chains. In a letter to the White House, they applaud the work the Federal Acquisition Security Council is doing to shore up supply chains for executive branch agencies. But they say the council and the intelligence community need to share security information with the legislative and judicial branches. They're asking the council to draw up a strategic plan to help make that happen. Two agencies are teaming up to review the federal supply chain to address long-standing acquisition and logistics issues. The General Services Administration and Defense Logistics Agency say they have launched the first comprehensive federal supply class review in almost 50 years. It involves reviewing all 600 FSCs, which categorize millions of items used by agencies and the military. The Agriculture Department is working with industry to develop smart farms. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. Farmers have no shortage of tools to increase production, but USDA is taking the next step with industry to build the data-driven farms of the future. USDA's Agriculture Research Service, together with partners like Microsoft and Esri, have launched a data innovations project aimed at using the Internet of Things and other emerging tech to give farmers and researchers near real-time data on farm conditions. I'm Jory Heckman. The Naval Academy's Engineering and Weapons Division gets a financial boost from industry. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Northrop Grumman makes a $150,000 grant to the Academy Foundation to enhance the Academy's Additive Manufacturing Laboratory. The lab, dubbed the USNA Makerspace, gives midshipmen a place to design and print complex parts using processes the Navy wants to eventually deploy in tactical situations. 
Some student projects are connected to Northrop Grumman Mission Systems' own additive manufacturing programs, including parts for satellites and a Marine Corps equipment pack. I'm Tom Temin. The Office of Management and Budget says the government has saved billions of dollars and hundreds of thousands of work hours under the president's management agenda. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. OMB released an updated compilation of agency burden reduction initiatives on Thursday. The administration says the 24 largest agencies reported more than 100 initiatives between the beginning of the administration and March of this year. A plurality of those, 44 percent, fell on the category of process improvement and standardization. Agencies also leaned heavily on robotic process automation and and AI. Initiatives in that category made up 26% of the total. Jared Serby, Federal News Network. President Trump has signed an executive order designed to reinvigorate the administrative pay-as-you-go rules OMB first created in 2005. The pay-go rules are meant to force agencies to offset any mandatory spending increases they propose with equivalent mandatory spending cuts. But the White House says agencies are not applying the rules stringently enough. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 